Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit, the real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is all balanced, I'm back on my shit, the bitly is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get, I do not store powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the bluff, but I'm liable to trip, I ain't popping no pill, but... Yo, welcome to the Shop by Dan podcast, welcome back to another episode, and thank you for everybody who's tuned in today, if you guys can take a look. We're in the super dope barbershop. Um, a good friend of mine owns this barbershop. We're going to get into details on whose it is. Um, and today is New Year's. Um, hopefully everybody has a good celebration. Had a great celebration. Hopefully everybody stays safe. Um, it's 2021. 20, 2020 is now officially over. Um, hopefully we can get a better year than we did last year. Um, so in order to get started, um, big shout out to my camera and my production team. Uh, today we got a production camera running. Um, then we also got our two cameras running. We got Powerhouse Podcasting back. Um, like he said, he's better than ever. Um, we're able to be mobile now. So now we're actually into this barbershop. So um, that is, that's dope that we're actually be mobile and set up wherever we want to set up. So um, big uh, shout out to you guys. And Sal, how you doing, man? How's it going? Good, good. Yeah. Blessed, you know, another year. For sure. And you just turned, just turned. 31. 31. Yeah, I'm yeah, 15. Man. So that's dope. More life, you know? That's a blessing. Bless um, everybody in here is like 31, right? 31. Yeah. Mike, 31. 32. 32. Oh yeah. Um, we're, all, we're all pretty much there, man. Yeah. Um, it's a blessing to be, um, to make it this far, you know? This um, year. For sure. Uh, for people who, um, who, for maybe new viewers, people who don't know who you are, if you can, can you just give a quick explanation um, um, to the camera and just let them know who you are? Yeah, uh, my name is Salvador Carrillo. I'm the CEO and owner of Blended Barbershop. Uh, it was, uh, I created this last year, so it's about a year and uh, five months in. For sure. That's dope. Um, so, this place is crazy. Um, you can could, you could ask anybody, like, I've pretty much been bragging about it. Appreciate like, that. On how, like, it's pretty much different. We'll, we'll get into it more details when we get into more of the interview, but i just been, like, kind of been, like, telling them how it's like completely different from any barbershop I've been in. Um, I won't go in and like start bashing other barbershops, but nah, nah, um, it's good though, what I'm know? saying is like um, the detail, the how intentional you were with the way you set things up, uh, the colors, the bro, like the logos that you have on every single chair. Like, bro, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Um, I think you have like a, you have a couple of videos that I might have you shoot to me so I can actually add it to this podcast. Okay. Kind of give like more of a, a scenic view of everything that's in here. Yeah. Um, but bro, it's dope. Like, congratulations you. on this thing, bro. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, so, um, how did it all start? How did like everything I'm talking about, like as far as barbering, how did you even get into it? I got into barbering, uh, in, in high school, actually my sophomore year. Okay. So sophomore year. Yeah. Always wanted to stay fresh, you know, football helmet was a little snug going on with all that hair <laughs> yeah. waiting every month, waiting, you know, got a little tight. So I started cutting my own hair first. Um, Parents, they want to give me money to go get haircuts every mm. week like I wanted. You know, I've seen the bigger guys, the older guys getting haircuts every week. Every week, You know, yeah. I wanted to be like that. was able to do so. So um, I pretty much had to take matters into my own hands, get the Walmart clippers, start doing the two-hour haircut in the restroom on myself. Uh, after uh, that, it started, you know, it was a little rough at the beginning. Two hours? It was rough. Back cheap then? clippers, yeah, back then. And how cheap. did you do it back then? Like, how did you learn back then? Because uh, you know, YouTube. YouTube, medicine cabinet, you know. Oh, just, damn. It, it, it's, it's just, you know, trial and error. 
Yeah. So uh, after a while, haircuts start coming out, little progress, mm-hmm. better and better. Uh, neighborhood kids, uh, sandbox friends, they all started coming over. Hey, look, I like your haircut. It looks all right. You know, you can practice on me. I That's do it dope. for free, you know? Yeah. So I, I started uh, cutting on my friends, you know, little by little. And um, senior year, I was able to get done with all my credits and everything early. So senior year, you know, my counselor was like, hey, you know, you're pretty much done early. Yeah. Um, would you like to take uh, barber college? You know, you like cutting hair. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So I went to barber college for um, a whole year, a solid half year. I was done with high school a little bit early, but uh, a solid year of barber college. Uh, did that. Came out of high school. Uh, rest in peace, a good friend of mine, uh, Bruce Cameron, opened up his own shop called R Spot. And we launched that in uh, 2008. Mm-hmm. And uh, me, uh, myself, and a few uh, other barbers, we are the originators of that shop. It's what was that Valley at? Plaza. It's off of uh, Weibel and Wilson. It sounds really familiar. R Spot. Yeah, it's R Spot Barbershop. So uh, I was one of the original barbers in there. And, uh, it's, um, damn, that's kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like by, right behind the Valley Plaza. like Yeah, like there's big buildings behind it, right? Like a big tall building yes, or something? Okay, yes. yeah, for sure. Okay, I think I remember. So I did that and uh, was there for about a year. And then I took off to the oil fields. I wanted to see what the hype was about. My pops, he'd been out there for 34 years plus. So yeah, I wanted to go see what that was about. So I took a break from barbering, went out there. And, and I was out there for like five, six years. Damn. I started seeing the hype behind barbering, what is becoming and stuff. Yeah. And and I like to do like uh, visuals as well. I like to take pictures, do videos yeah. and all that stuff. So I started seeing uh, one barber in particular was doing that out in Florida. And it was making all these barbers, all the hype around here build up. And I was like, man, nobody's doing that in my city. So let me just go ahead and take those reins too. Yeah. So I came back to cutting hair and I just, uh, you know, cut hair for about five, six years. Before I opened up my own, I didn't want to open up right off the back yeah. because I got to learn the ins and outs, you know, uh, more or less how to either run a shop or how to not run a shop. Yeah. So I, I could take that into consideration of opening up my own establishment and, and go more of a, of a win instead of a loss, you know. For sure. Yeah. That's dope, man. Um, That's crazy. Like, learn, like, because learning now, like, like, let's just say I'm um, starting now. Yeah. Like, you have so many more tools. To it's learn, so advanced now, yeah. yeah, to learn how to become a barber. If you like yeah. to to do anything, I think, yeah. um, be a photographer, to be any, you know, like there's so many tools now as far as like classes and YouTube and stuff on the yeah. internet. Before, like, if, if you're a sophomore, that was what oh five, yeah, oh four, five. Like yeah. internet access back then wasn't crazy like it was now. So it was rough. Yeah, it was rough back then. Yeah, it's not easy to just pick yeah. up something to learn. Like you know, yeah. either you have a, a mentor or like like you said, you're just sitting there for two hours trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and that's dope though. I mean, cause that's, that takes a lot of time and, and effort to just yeah. to grind it out and do it and, um, yeah. not give it up, you know? Yeah. Um, do you remember your first haircut outside of cutting yourself? Yeah, I actually, yeah, it was actually my brother's haircut and it came out pretty bad. Came out ba- a bad, like rough. dope or like <sighs> a little rough, Oh, bad. <laughs> a, little rough. a little patchy. <laughs> okay. Know? Yeah. Was he mad? Yeah. A little upset. Yeah. He, <laughs> he had a date that night. So it was a little crazy, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, he wore a hat. You, you know? did, yeah, you just, just fixes yeah, everything. Give a couple weeks and yeah, yeah, back to good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, that's dope. Um, so like, because you just mentioned like how, so you left the oil fields and you came back, right? Um, and you said it took a few years to you actually wanted to open up your own establishment. Right. Like, when did you feel like you were like the most serious? And when you started taking it the most serious, like, like you want to open your up your own shop? Um, I mean, of course, everybody. I think it's. It's out of barber college, you get that Bible. You want to open up your own. Yeah. And then when I came back into it, I started seeing the way uh, people move 
when you see when you open up a barbershop or you're in a barbershop, you're you're together as a unit, as a team. Yeah. And when you start to see either people work with you or they're working in the same environment but against you, mm. you know, that's when you start to say, okay, um, am I on a team or or am I or every man for himself in here? What is it? You know, awesome. that's yeah. when you kind of tend to, oh, okay, I want to open up my own because I want to create my own environment. Yeah. Something I could love and wake up to every day. So that's when I kind of, you know, wanted to just be like, uh, I need to open up my own. For sure. So, um, it's crazy that you think of that that way because um, you would, I guess you would say like, I mean, I guess it's 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 bad and good, I guess, because yeah. you have people who owe, like you want some something for yourself as well. Correct. But then it's like, um, I guess you would you kind of consider like the crab in a bucket type of thing. People kind of always trying to pull themselves down, or is it kind of more than just trying to help themselves like get better? Um, I mean, in a sense, you know, you try to help yourself get better. Yeah. You know, but if if you're in a shop or rather no matter what it is that you do, yeah. you know, if, if you got a team around you yeah, and, and you're the one that's doing the job correctly, you know, performing how you're supposed to perform, uh, looking how you're supposed to look. Yeah. Uh, it's all about image. Mm-hmm. If, if somebody on, on your team is, uh, is not up to par on that image or that performance. Yeah. You know, it's kind of makes it. Yeah. You know? And if you start, you can't keep switching up players on your team too much. You know, yeah. That's a strong saying and, and it's real. So it's like, when nobody's, you know, helping themselves get better or, or or show up to work early or everybody trying to leave early and show up late, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's trying to do any of this. It's like, that's what made me, you know, uh, I need realize to that it. you need to. Yeah. That's dope. Um, okay. So what was the, if you don't mind answering, what I was the first, anything. oh, I think you just answered it though, but um, what was the first barbershop you worked at? It was our spot. Our spot yeah, was, was the our, first barbershop. Yeah, correct. Um, how did how was the experience there? Was it just like it was crazy? Yeah, it was real crazy because, um, I was pretty much like the like the token Mexican dude there. <laughs> what? There was like no <laughs> Mexican dudes there, right? Yeah. So um, it was just, it was you know it was well, my friend he he's he's well known you know he uh, rest in peace like I said, um, he it was a more of an African American shop. You know, more of a black shop, mm. and it was cool. You know, it was a good, good vibe. But being like the only Mexican there, they look at me like this kid's only eighteen years old. Yeah, you know, can he really cut our hair? Like he's, okay. he got straight hair. Yeah, you, you cut black hair. Everybody yeah. asks me, you cut black hair. Then they see me getting down. They're like, okay, you know, he's hip. You okay, know, he could cut. Kind of had to prove it. Yeah, you yeah. kind of have to prove yourself. I feel like yeah. the movie Barbershop. You know, I was just like eighteen <laughs> year old kid. Yeah. You know, I got this straight hair. I got the edge up. They're looking at me like, eh, you look like you know what you could do, but yeah. do we trust you? And he's a grown man. You don't want to make mad. They got, you know, five kids that got waiting on you. So, yeah. So, you know, and time is money. You got to be able to do it. You can't sit on a haircut for an hour. You got to be able uh, to, to knock them out pretty fast. That, that's know. crazy because um, I feel like you cut hair pretty fast and it's yeah. pretty dope like that you like. It's pretty consistent. Like I can get my son knocked out in like twenty five minutes. Yeah. You know, then like get mine like and it's like quick as hell, you know? Yeah. Um, because I have been to barbershops that that they they take a good you know, they a good t- time, see, you know, like they, they I would just say they're not very efficient. Um yeah. but and then and it's like I, I guess I guess I don't know, going to a barbershop from back in the day when you go and you just sit down and you wait for four hours or three hours, it's not the same. So people get impatient and Correct. um but it's crazy that how like 
how consistent you are and how fast you are and yeah. how on schedule and on point you are as well. Um, yeah. But that's dope. That's dope yeah, to be. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and you just mentioned right now, kind of like barbershop. Is there is it is barbering and opening a barber? Is there anything like the movie? It really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it really is. Is they not everything is like where everything might be like the movie. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. not so much the drama. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, because everybody has their own story. At the end of the day, you know, each barber, um, it's like having a client. You don't know what the client goes through before they come in here. Yeah, for or the sure. Barber, you don't know what they're going through at home, or, or you know what I mean. You, personal lives we don't know yeah um, unless you're on the team and you're, you're able to go heart to heart it is like that in uh, in that sense you know but uh as far as the clientele yeah it's that sense too like you can have a girl that can really cut, cut hair really good we got a girl here that cuts hair really good mm -hmm. and a lot of people that eh, you know they don't see her instagram they don't know her personally yeah but when they sit in the chair and they're able to go through the experience and it's kind of like okay yes yeah, she has hands uh yeah. and that that's a thing right that's a thing that like a lot of guys are they don't trust female yeah, a lot of them do not trust females um, for whatever reason. It I, it sucks because um, I've I've had my hair messed up when I was younger yeah. by a female barber, um, and I'm just like, since that time, I was just kind of like scarred for life. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like kind of never again. But like I, I've seen her work too. I followed her on Instagram and um, because I wanted to get my hair dyed, and um, yeah, like she cuts hair pretty dope. And it sucks yeah. because you know I had that that scar in my hair where I'm like never again. Yeah. But it's like. It shouldn't be that way. You know, it shouldn't be that way to to judge someone like it's that. It's a little narrative people have. But yeah. Okay, yeah. You know? um, but no, nah, if you see her work, like she definitely can cut, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, there was a question. It's not even on. It's on the actual the interview. But uh, you you see like on, on social media stuff, uh, like the memes and the funny like videos. I don't know if you've yeah. seen the one where uh, like things barbers hate. Yeah. Is there, <laughs> is there like, cause it was one thing that I, man, that I realized and, um, it was a while back, but so there are certain things that like people do when you're cutting their hair. What are some pet peeves of yours that you're just like, like, don't do that while you're cutting your hair. The number one thing I hate when, when somebody does when I'm cutting their hair is they just do this. They look down on their cell phone the whole time. The whole <laughs> I'm like, you was probably on your cell phone when you came in. Yeah. And you're still on it now. Yeah. The whole and I have to do, cut your hair while you're looking at it. I feel like I just not everybody's a little kid, so you can't tell everybody pick your head up. Yeah, head up. yeah, yeah. So you tend to just pick their head up for them, and I think it annoys them after a while because you you're like just ten times <laughs> and you're just grabbing their head, strong yeah. hands too, and just yanking that head back. And then on Instagram, when they get so mad, like, yeah, they're not uploading while they're here. They yeah. just keep reading the they're same just going stuff. Through and Nobody scrolling. can post like every ten seconds. Yeah, so they have to keep looking at the same pictures, same videos. Yeah, they're just scrolling. Yeah, just scrolling, yeah. and they just keep doing it, keep looking down. Another one is when I got a man, if, me, if you're a man over like 18 years old. Yeah. And I'm giving you an edge up. There's no way you should look me in the eyes every time. <laughs> That's like, one of the ones I've seen. I was like, bro, just, I close my eyes. Anytime there's like some type of edge up or like clean up, bro. Yeah. My eyes are closed. Like I cannot make eye contact. Yeah. It's just, I feel like I'm about to fight you. <laughs> yeah, like, you're staring in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I won't, yeah. I won't even let, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't even let my girl look me in the eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what would be like one more thing? Like top of three. That would be the last one. The last one would be, I don't know, probably if, if you come out of work, you got to give like a cool down session. Like you got to yeah. cool down before you come in or you just got to just cool down at the house or something. You can't come in, <laughs> dust it up with, with the meat sweats in my chair and, you know, 
nothing's <laughs> gonna stick to you. No products gonna stick to you. Yeah. Hair, you're gonna jam with the clippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still got on the lightweight uh, hair gel, dried up in the hair, feeling like gum when I was trying to cut through it. I mean, yeah, all that stuff goes into effect. So it's like you gotta clean up a little bit before you come in. I know you're gonna go home and wash off anyway, but when you come in here, you still gotta just yeah lighten it up a little bit for us to take care of you. There was one that I seen on there that uh, that I I never realized, but I, I I guess I realized, but I never like I guess paid attention, and that now like it scarred me, bro. And now like forever, I'm just when I sit in the barbershop, is they talked about putting your elbows out. Oh yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying and, like when you're cutting and you get hit the chub a little bit. You yeah, know you mean? start hitting the dudes like you know what I'm saying like. Yeah. And so now I'm like tucked in like nah like you gotta be careful. I'm, yeah, I'm just mean? completely like. I seen that. I was like, yeah, like that shit's happened before, like in the past. Yeah. So now I'm just completely like straight jacket. Just yeah. Like, my hit um, some. It's yeah. a sweatpants season. Yeah. Watch out now. I'm like, hell no. Nah. But um, yeah, that shit's funny. That's uh, I think to me um, like those memes are like hilarious because I think for barbers, cause most of them I had like barbers who post them, and I think it's like reality for them. Oh you yeah. Know? Like it's like yeah. that shit probably really bothers them, and it's 100%. like we don't know. You know, like we don't know. We're probably just sitting there like. People staring you in your eyes and shit like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, okay, I think you already did this one, but if you can give maybe a couple um, examples of like maybe when you first started, a couple of haircuts that you just feel like you just maybe the designs, the designs. Oh, okay. Everybody wanted a design back then. Not so much now. But back then, the designs were just they were ruthless. Yeah, I mean, I remember. Uh, I'll never forget this. This guy came up to me. I was in Barber College at the time. He said, man, you really get down on fades. He's like, you know, I love boxing. I was like, yeah, uh, me too. He's like, uh, I really like it if you could put a pair of boxing gloves on my head. Oh. And I was like, it seemed easy. It seemed so easy. I was like. I, <laughs> I know, right? Just like. <laughs> say less, fam. Just sit in the chair. I got you. He sat in the chair, bro. That's just, it looked like a nutsack. I was like, man, this is the worst design. Like, who thinks of a pair of boxing gloves? Like, yeah. you're not going to be walking down the street and somebody's going to be like, hey, those hey, look at the boxing gloves. Yeah. That was hard. Nah. It either looked like a, like a nut sack or a sack of potatoes. And he thought, I mean, I was like, he looked at me like I messed up. I did mess up, but you messed up for asking me yeah, to do it. Yeah, why are you so telling like, me to do this? How you asked me to do something I've never done? But at the end of the day, it's like, why would you want that on your head? Let's yeah. be honest here. Like, it was so bad. It just looked terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think I, uh, I I ever did that kind of design again. But uh, after that, you know, moving forward, that's that's got to be one of the worst ones. Yeah. And then I started off, obviously, the Mohawk because you try to uh, give them that clean David Beckham at the beginning and they walk out looking like Chuck Liddell. It's just so nasty. It's so terrible. It's just a straight. There's no blend. It's just a straight. And it's just shaved. Down the just- middle. That's it. You got the 50-yard line on you. Just the landing strip, you know? I'm going to put so a picture of Chuck Liddell on here, bro. Yeah, that's just, that's just the, it's a, it was the worst. At the, you know, that's how it started off. Like, they're bringing these clean haircuts. Like, bro, we barely starting this. Hold on now. Yeah. And you, and you weren't scared to try it? You are just like. No, nah, it was just all in. Because that's one thing is like, when you start giving that, you could second guess yourself. Second guess yourself, but not in front of people. Yeah. And if you keep doing it to yourself, like, you're never going to get better. You got to yeah, learn. Sure. It's hands on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, like you said, even with photography, like, like now, like it's, I feel like it's easier now because now you got a bunch of presets, filters, and you got like I see a lot of dudes popping out that do photography now, and they just 
get a Sony camera and just start taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Back then, I remember the photographers had, you know, everybody had the Nik- the Nikons or the, or the Canons. Yeah. And it was all on the on the lenses. You know, uh, it's same thing. Same yeah. reference, you know. It's like back then, it's trial and error with the photos. Yeah. Now it's, uh, it comes easy, you know. And you just, you did it yeah. and then you back figured then, it out. Yeah. yeah. Back then, it's trial and error with the haircuts. Now they got <laughs> stencils. You know yeah, what I mean? Now yeah. it's, it's different. Yeah. Now you got more YouTube videos, more mm-hmm. stencils. And they could, you could order a stencil and you could cut it into somebody's head. It's crazy. It's yeah. way different now. It's not the same. And you do designs and stuff? I do do designs. It take a little bit longer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Personally, I, I mean, I don't like to do them. Yeah. You know, maybe you a little prefer freestyle not to do them. I prefer not to do a design. Yeah. Especially if you're over 18, I feel like. Yeah. Like, if you like, too old, like, yeah. you can't be 40. Like, hey, let me, hey, give me this song. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, you know, this might not. <laughs> yeah. grow, it's, it's not like all designs look fresh at the beginning. Yeah. They look super clean, but like. A couple days. A couple days going yeah. out, maybe a week. It starts mm-hmm. looking like, okay, somebody messed your hair up as mm-hmm. much as zigzag. Your hair is longer than the other. You know, it's just. Yeah. It don't look right. Um, so like we were talking about in the very beginning, um, going over the shop. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into actually the details, when you opened everything else, you were in the newspaper. Correct. Yeah. I was in the biggest. How did that happen? How, or what was that? Um, how did it all happen? Why were you in it? Um, so how was, how, how was, how was all that? That was like a, a, just a domino effect. Mm -hmm. So that was like. That was me opening up, being open for like five months, right? Yeah. So I was open for five months. And I didn't know this at the time because I'm, I'm, like I said, it's my first shop. I'm barely new to things. So I'm open for five months. Uh, somebody brings it up to me. Hey, you know, you're in uh, Yelp's top two in barbershops in Bakersfield, just overall top two. And I'm like, wait, all these other shops been open like 10 plus years, five yeah. years, six years. How am I top two? Yeah. I don't know. These are all genuine reviews. You know, you could look through them. And I'm like, wait, is it just the Rosedale area? No, it's not just Rosedale. Mm. It's um, it's all through Bakersfield. So I'm like, man, I'm doing something, right? You know? Yeah. So then uh I get a phone call. And it's this this lady, she calls me up. She's like, uh, hey, I work for uh, the Bakersfield, California. And I have somebody that works for Bakersfield now. They went and got a haircut at the shop and they were just blown away by the shop. They keep talking about it over here at the paper or whatever That's dope. and uh we just you know we want to do an interview you know we're interviewing uh uh barbers barbershops unique ones on certain subjects that are going on right now uh with, with today and and we just want to know if we can get an interview with you yeah sure go ahead come in so that's how it all started and it was just like just being you know rated high on, on yelp and that's great they so they reached out. Off out yeah a lot of people i didn't know like they just go off of reviews now like yeah yelp, who's the best you know what i mean yeah um yeah a lot of people do use yelp for like um from what I heard, a lot of the like wedding clients and stuff like that, yeah, they're like, "Oh, I'm going on Yelp to look for like you know, a photographer, a videographer, a DJ," yeah. and I'm just like, "Damn, that's nuts!" Like, I would never think to look at a review place, but then I guess it's smart. Yeah. I mean, you look at a place that's telling you whether or not you're good or you know, yeah. Um, but then sometimes like you might get a, a bad person on that that might just be blasting you because they're yeah, mad they, about something. If, if there's um, if there's nothing wrong, somebody will find something. Wrong, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's not too crazy, but yeah, um, yeah, that's basically how it all kicked off. So how did this start? Like how, like, okay. So like I said before, like I'm just pretty much like, I just been bragging about the way this stuff looks and yeah. how like it was created. Like, how did this even become a thing? Like how did the idea of the way it's going to look came out? Like, how did like the setup, how did you like think like, no, I want every single thing to have my logo on it. How to, yeah. the branding of this place is just nuts. Like how did that all come together? Thank you. So it's like, 
the way this all came out was uh, I noticed, like I said, when I wanted to open up my own shop, there was going to be no number twos. There was going to be no, no, uh, my name. I didn't mm-hmm. want a shop to have my name on it. I yeah. don't want nobody to know who the owner is. Yeah. You know, I wanted to build a team, build a brand. Yeah. So um, that was the biggest thing I took into consideration. And and I, I didn't want to have any kind of sports cuts, any cuts in the name, any yeah. kind of, uh, of fades in the name. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted it to be blended because the hair has to be blended. You know, yeah. everything, has. it doesn't have to be skin. It, it can be any kind of, you know, size, but it still has to have a, a nice gradient blend. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got the name of the shop. And uh, the color scheme was based off of me just liking, you know, black and gold yeah. and me going to, uh, to to Las Vegas, Caesar's Palace. It gets mm-hmm. everybody's attention. You know what I mean? You see black and gold. Yeah. Uh, like like uh, more designer stuff. Yeah. It's all presented with, with the black and gold look. So it's like that's how I, I came up with the black and gold. And, and like I said, going to Vegas and seeing like the Greek theme and all that stuff. That's how I came up with the idea on what to decorate. And and uh. More of while what women like as well, not just men. So I kept the sports vibes out of here. Yeah. And, and just can a woman feel comfortable bringing the kid to to a barbershop while the man's at work, you know, yeah. taking care of business for the family. So that's, I took all that into consideration. Can I hire a female? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, am I able to hire a female working around all men that are here talking about sports? See, I don't even like putting games on it. I don't put games on the TVs. That's all yeah. the outside world. When you come in here, you want I want everybody focused on what's going on in here. You yeah, know, your haircut, building a relationship with your barber and stuff. So, uh, that's that's how I created this whole environment. You know, and that's like dope. like I said, just the black and gold. I want it to be more uh more higher end. You know, yeah, upper echelon. Then, then I think that, and I think it shows when you walk in. Like I think you immediately get that in your head is like yeah. this is different. Um. And it looks like, I think that's kind of how I described it a couple times. Yeah. was like, you know, um, like Caesar Palace and like the statues and stuff like that. I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely something different. Um, if that's what you were going for, you definitely, definitely yeah. like hit your mark um, on different for sure. And honestly, like it's, it's, it's nuts. It's crazy. And like, congratulations on this. Like, thank you. Um, thank you. And praying for more success for you. Like it's. I appreciate that. It's dope. And um, actually, we'll actually go ahead and close to us since it is going to be a new year and uh just to more success for you yeah and likewise uh, bro i see what you're every, doing you know for everybody appreciate everything you do for sure the visuals i mean that's you know that's everything definitely uh gracias gracias y'all can get some too y'all can pull have. cool i won't be all drunk <laughs> Y'all, yeah. This damn microphone. <laughs> I start flying. My microphone been drunk this whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah a couple times. Yeah. There it is. Can you see the levels on ours? You can see them pretty good. All right. Been good. Mine's are still low, huh? I hate you. Yeah. We still lit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get my phone out for this as well. For sure, for sure. Nah, you're good. You're not gonna drink one? Oh, you gotta hear it, huh? You gotta be able to hear it.
you hear the bubbles like <laughs> hear the pour on it for sure all right cool uh, but yeah um yeah this is just some more uh success for everybody um to everybody's business to the barbershop man congratulations thank you i appreciate um, you to the podcasting business photography video to everything yeah, everybody man. um to 2021 hopefully it's better for everybody and um yes sir to, to the new year more ups <laughs> thank you i haven't heard my i haven't heard my chair the whole night and i'm like <laughs> um all right so let's kind of get back into it uh how would you say like what is the biggest difference in barbering now than when you first started not like when you first first started cutting but like i'm talking about maybe uh Maybe before you actually owned your shop. Like, what's the biggest differences you see? The biggest difference? Yeah. As in, how would you say, like? Um, not, maybe as far as business, as, yeah, trends, maybe. As far as uh, maybe clients, are, are clients changing the way they do things? Um, no, like, okay, the biggest difference now between me opening my own shop and between before. Yeah. I noticed that, like, when I... Before I opened my own shop, I had the vision of, of creating a brand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, like we were talking about. And now it's like it's when I did it and I started bringing out my own visuals. You know, I'm not as good as you. You know, I'm yeah. not a photographer, no, photographer. You know, but, you know, I try to make more my shop more as a brand. Yeah. And uh, there's been a, a, a variety of shops opening up now of, of owners that are trying mm -hmm. to take more focus into their barbershops and trying to. You know, and we take yeah. the same kind of style now. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, okay, did I start something? Yeah. What did I do? You know, mm -hmm. did I end up, you know, because I like, I like for people to see me do something and then they say, I wouldn't call it copying. I would yeah. never be like that, but it's just like, okay, is my, did I make you step up your mm -hmm. game? And, and yeah, yeah, did I inspire like you start to do something, something to start do something? Yeah. Because that's, that's kind of why I opened up my own shop was because, uh, that's one of the reasons was because I wanted everybody in my shop to be a hitter. I want everybody to be known and mm -hmm. all my barbers to be known. A lot of the times you don't even know barbers at other shops. Yeah. You just see on the name on the front and you'd be like, oh, I know him. Mm. Okay. But who's the eighth guy that's in that shop? Yeah. Who's in the, the last chair? Second to last. Who are they? Yeah. The owners don't put them on. They don't, they don't promote their guys. They, they won't uh, tell other people, Hey, you know, if I can't get you in this, this gentleman will take care of you as well. Instead they say, Oh, I can't get you in today. You want to book for next week? Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of, that's, that's what, you know, that's what I noticed was started separating us was, was like, and, and what started to change the game around the city was a lot of these owners, they started, okay. Now, like we were the first blended here. Yeah. And now you can go around town, you'll probably see other names with the name blend in them. In them. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now who started that? Who's, yeah. You know what I mean? But like I said, I'm not like that. You know, I want everybody to win. There's yeah. enough for everybody to eat. So it's like, okay, like I said, the black and gold. You know what I mean? All this stuff. People are going to take more time and, and now be creative yeah. on their ends. Shops are going to be different. Shops are yeah. definitely going to be different around here. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's you know, that's where I see the whole game and the whole industry in my city changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, as far as haircuts, I mean, they all kind of stay the same to, to us coming in. But um, the only thing that's kind of changing a little bit now 
you start seeing the more enhancements, the more uh, the more hair dyeing, the more mm. spraying it out of a, of a uh, air compressor. Okay, a little different, you know. Um, do you feel it's different with uh, like like the appointments? Do you guys get a lot of walk-ins? We do get walk-ins. Yeah, yeah. we do get walk-ins, and 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 the main thing for me is to make them feel as welcome as on an appointment. Mm. Because they do have to wait longer, you know. It's kind of yeah. hard. It's the industry changing as far as appointments. Yeah, not every, not everybody's still computer savvy, you know. Not everybody's mm -hmm. still on the apps and still with that stuff. And yeah, people work. People don't have schedules to make an appointment all the time. But yeah, and there's an older generation that don't know of yes, like a whole generation. Yeah, a whole generation who don't know of like maybe barbers or friends who are barbers. So like they just yeah. go to a barber shop and they're just like. I'm just gonna sit yeah. down, especially out of the older moms. Yeah, you know so, um, but that is a whole thing that's changed. Cause I remember when I was a kid, not even a kid. I mean, yeah, I guess say like a teen, like going to a barbershop on a Friday yeah. or a Saturday and like waiting three hours to get a haircut because yeah. there was no appointments. Yeah, it was just like, hey, you go there and you line up and you sit there and wait. Yeah, and like now, bro, like at the convenience to just show up on an appointment is nuts. Like, how did that not happen before? Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like, how did yeah. that, like, how did the older generation not think, like, no, like, why can't we just set a point? Why can't call we in, time it? Yeah. yeah, call in and send an appointment and we can just, you know, um, it really took us to have apps and stuff to do it. You couldn't just yeah. call, you know what I'm saying? Like, but. um, I yeah, think you could have timed it back then, but see, back then the text messaging was expensive. Mm, yeah. So you probably eat up the. the probably keeping the, track of stuff. Yeah. If you don't know the people, um, you don't know their faces. Yeah. Maybe it was just too much for them, but uh, yeah, I think. I think I think it's a little bit different now, but like the convenience nowadays is nuts. It's, it's crazy, yeah. It's um, like I said, it's it's real. It's crazy. good though. It's good, yeah. I think, but um, it's completely different. I think it's changed the game, um, especially on people timing. On you know, especially for me, like I don't know if I would be able to come to a barber shop and wait three hours. I don't think I could do it either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, obviously I would have to eventually, yeah. but it's like, damn, like to wait three hours for a haircut. I can't believe we was doing that back then. I don't. Like, yeah, like I said, like. It has a big thing to do, uh, you know. Timing is everything. Yeah. You know, you got people to uh, people to see places. Yeah. Go. You got things to do. Mm -hmm. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, even with me, I don't know. Like you've never been late. You always been early. You, like, you you're always early. You always wait on me sometimes. You like, man, I'm here 20 minutes early. But I always, no matter how later I I start on the haircut, no matter how late I start, if I'm like five ten minutes because I need to use the restroom or grab something to eat in the back, I don't even schedule a lunch. Yeah. So it's like for me, it's like if I just need to grab a snack real quick, I'm always gonna finish your haircut on time. Yeah. When it's supposed to be done. I give everybody 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, no haircut I do is gonna take longer than 30 minutes, regardless of That's I'm crazy. going beard yeah. or, you know. So if I finish it sooner, mm -hmm. you know, that's that gives that's you a little bit. Give me a little bit of a breathing room. But yeah. Yeah, but if you're ever late, if my customers are ever late, no matter how early I finish, I'll still text them. Yeah. You know, I still like to give five minute windows on them to be here on time. You know, yeah. I don't want them to be too late because then it'll throw everything. Throw back. you off. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. So you don't have to talk about this either if you don't want to. I'll talk about everything. <laughs> no filter. But uh, so this whole pandemic thing that's happened. Um, yeah. It's pretty much through a, a wrench in everybody's life, I guess. Everybody's business. Everybody's. Yeah. Um. Pretty much just everybody's at plans, you know? Yeah. Um, how did it work for you? Did you close? I mean. You don't have to talk about no, it. No, yeah, we, we we didn't close. We didn't yeah. close. And, and, and we took a big hit. I yeah. mean, it was like 
a lot of the barbers, you know, they, they were scared. A lot of them were like, you know what, we got families to feed. A lot of them were like, hey, our families don't want us to work. Our wives don't want us to work or, or our mom and dad don't want us to work. It's like everybody had risk. Everybody's like, should yeah. we do it? But at the same time of day, too, I was like, you guys got bills to pay. We I got bills to pay. Um, For real. I'm a I'm a I'm a sacrifice. Yeah. You know, if they come by and find me, I'm gonna pay the fine. You know, if they come by and, and whatever the punishment was, I would take it for my team. Yeah. You know? So um I stood open. Yeah. And by staying open, it was like a lot of my customers felt like, you know, you did it the right way. Yeah. We still took precautions. We yeah. still offer masks, we hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. All my chairs are six, six and a uh, six and a half feet apart. So I mean my barbers wore a mask. We all sanitize our hands. If not, we wear gloves. We change new gloves. So, I mean, we took all precautions in doing so. We had yeah. limited capacity. and um, But we still took a hit as far as clients. Not everybody had places to go. Not yeah. everybody had people to see. Um, a lot of clients didn't feel comfortable even coming, coming to the barbershop. Yeah, even yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. And people had this this really ridiculous narrative like, oh, would you do a house call? We, I was just out all day. You want me really taking this, these germs and everything yeah. I've been exposed to, your to home. in your home when you got kids walking on the carpet, laying on the floors. You know, you don't know what I've been exposed to. And I don't know yeah. what you guys have going on in your house. You know, at least here we could clean up, you know, sanitize yeah. ourselves and our stuff, our areas and go home to our families, you know. And, and before you leave after your haircut, you know, you could clean up, sanitize in here. Yeah. And go home to your family as well. So, I mean, we we, we took a we took a big blow with that. Yeah. And, um. I don't want to get too much into it, but I later on found out that you, they came by and they find me, you know, and it was a hefty fine, but <laughs> you know, I, I later on found out they weren't cause the cops that, you know, cops, they all do what they told to do. Yeah. They, they'll sit here and say on the news, um, we, we were not going to enforce. Yeah. That means they're not going to pull you over. You're in the, during the street driving, you know? Yeah. But as far as the business, they will go around, you know, and, and they go, with uh, the health department, you know, if they're if they're told to enforce something, they're gonna force it. Yeah. So like the the health department came and enforced, and uh, but I didn't know that they didn't show up unless they were called on the business. So no health department is going around checking on the business. Um, uh, they were we were snitched on. We called. I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I had no, like this. Yeah. This here's the everything. I can't say who exactly called. Yeah. I have an idea because. I have a customer that works at a certain place here. I'm a, anonymous. Yeah. You know, and um, the guys that he works with, they he's, they asked him, hey, uh, what are you doing today? He said, I'm going to go get a haircut. They said, uh, isn't that place shut down? Yeah. Your barber shop's we open. haven't even been hit yet. Yeah. And they told him that. And he said, oh, nah, where'd you hear that from? Yeah. Oh, they were talking about it at our shop today. Well, the health department didn't even come by yet. Yeah. The next day they came by Fuck. and they had our name already typed up on a piece of paper, yeah. blended barbershop, and they came by. And see, when the health department gets involved, then they start calling the board, the state board of cosmetology. Yeah. Then they start risking, okay, we know you have the money to pay these fines. Yeah. So now we're going to ask you to shut down or we're going to take your business license. That's that's when it gets serious. That's when it gets yeah. crazy. Your barber license, yeah. your establishment you license. Could, you could want to pay it and be like, that's not yeah. a problem, but now when they take your business license, it's going to yeah, be Yeah, your establishment license, your, your barbering license, everything, it, it, it goes deeper. Yeah, you know, that's uh, an issue for you now. Fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bigger issue. So it's like, you know, we kind of have an idea who called, you know what I mean? But uh, there's nine ways to skin a cat, and you know, yeah. no time of day for anything. So, I mean, um, just let it go. Uh, how has it been so far, like, after reopening and uh, everything else? Like, you feel like everybody's been coming back or has it still been kind of 
um, slow as far as like customers, clients, like not wanting to come to barbershop. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to grocery stores and everywhere else and you, you're scared to go to a barbershop, I don't know. It don't make sense to me. That's me personally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. People might feel different. Who knows? But to me, I'm just like, if you're out in big ass lines at a yeah. grocery store where everybody's touching stuff and yeah. you're touching carts and you're, and you're scared to go to a barbershop, um, right. I just feel like it's weird. But so have you feel like there's like everybody's coming back or is it kind of like uh, people are still kind of like on hold? Well, you know, since, since we're in the new year, uh, the, the second shutdown. Yeah. You know, uh, mid-December or beginning of December. That hurt the worst. Cause it's like the second shutdown, they say, okay, now I need you to shut down for three weeks again. Yeah. We're talking three weeks. It's already like week two of December. Yeah. Three weeks again means you have to shut down for Christmas. Oh, and you have to shut down for New Year's. True. Yeah. Mind you, they just announced no kids are going back to school. Yeah. So now the barbers, they aren't, we go through this phase like on a regular year, we would go through a phase of, uh, Staying busy for Christmas haircuts, correct? Mm. You stay busy for Christmas haircuts. Families go, travel, do what they have to do. Then they come back home. And then the adults get the haircuts for New Year's yeah. because they go out, they mm. celebrate, they they go about it a different way, not so many kids. Yeah. Then after that, it's a little dry until the kids go back to school. Yeah. And the kids get the back to school haircuts. So that's like a complete busy just. Just busy, uh, right? Damn. So now. Shut down and people don't want to travel because it's like, uh, we don't want to go anywhere for Christmas. Then we're not going to get our haircuts because we can't. This state's taking a little or this city's taking a little serious. L.A. Yeah. County's taking a little more serious. At Bakersfield, you can't even eat outdoors out there. Everything's yeah. just take out food. So um, they're not going anywhere. Then you got, well, New Year's. No nightclubs on a risk. Nobody's mm-hmm. risking because uh, ABC comes by at night and they give yeah. you a fine. They'll take your business license. You know, they take everything away from you. Then back to school. Schools are just still doing Zoom. Mm-hmm. So the parents are like, why are we going to spend money? Times are tough. Why are we going to get our kids' yeah. haircuts for back to school? There's no back to school. They're doing it on Zoom. You can for get sure. a fresh haircut to be on Zoom? I don't think so. Yeah. So it's like we took an even bigger hit on the industry. That's what, on I never top of that, like that. Yeah. So yeah. on top of that, it's like, well, now we got our guys that own the building, the, the building owners. We still we still need our money. Yeah. You guys are, your, your name's on the front of that building. Yeah. Your stuff's still in here. Your like, stuff's yeah. in there. We need our money. Mm. You know what I mean? On top of that, you know, we got our own mortgages at home. And our, yeah, you guys have your own bills. You have this bills, bills, yeah. cars, everything. And everybody's like, we still need our money too. Yeah. So we we, we take a huge hit. And That's people don't nice. see that because they, they think, okay, the police department say, uh, they're not enforcing. Yeah. Well, my guy over here in the parking lot, the taco spot, they just opened up this year. They had a big grand opening. And the other day, we were in here cutting hair. But uh, he was telling me, um, he had an appointment with me and I was cutting his hair and he was telling me he had his employees, two employees just sitting down eating on their break yeah. and the health department came by. The health department shut him down. They said, you got people eating inside. Was, uh, and he was just livid. He was like, man, these are employees. You know, how is this? Yeah, they're at work. They're at work. Can't take a lunch. Like Nothing. Nothing. And it's like, man, I, you know, it just, it just takes a toll on everybody. You know, like, like, like I said, the, like I said, the police department's not enforcing. Correct. Yeah. You know, and everybody sees that and they're like, in here in Bakersfield, they're happy because they're like, okay, well, we're not as strict as LA. But at the end of the day, um, it's the health department. They're out here just cracking down on us, you know? Yeah. And uh, the, the boards, whoever, whatever industry you got, you know, your licensing in, they link up with the health department and then they try to shut you down. That's nuts. Um, hopefully, this, hopefully all this stuff passes over. 
like yeah. soon. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because I even um I interviewed a a makeup artist and a hairstylist, and they're pretty much like the same way. Like, yeah. they were just like, "Why just us?" Type of yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no um, sense. So to kind of uh kind of wrap it up, how do you or how to how to kind of do you believe in New Year's resolutions? I mean, yes and no. Well, if you think you're gonna sign up to a gym, <laughs> it's like you talked about that. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, man. Yeah. I swear to God, it's not gonna happen. I try to do that every year. My diet don't change. And then you wake up, I'm going to the gym. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, give me two two doubles. Yeah, no onion, no pickle. It still continues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything goes into that. You know, timing is everything. You get out of work sometimes, you get lazy. I don't want to yeah. do that today. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, yes and no. Yeah. You can you can be a, a um you can't, and at the end of the day, it's like you are who you are as a character. Like yeah. your character don't change. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have, for instance, you can have an employee, you can own a business, you can yeah. have an employee that's just lazy, always late. You can tell them, hey, uh, if you don't get it together, you're fired. Yeah. What happens? Two or three months go by, they get it together, and yeah. what happens? Back to the Back regular to work thing. Or, yeah. And you get fired. You got a bad girlfriend. You got a bad boyfriend. Hey, you know, you need a change or we're going to break up. What happens? Fix it for like three months. Back to the same thing. Yeah. The only thing you can change about a new year is your productivity. How yeah. productive you want to be. You want to change your tax bracket or you don't. You know what I mean? That's that's the only thing you can change. You know, yeah. you, could, you, could, you could better off uh, productive, you know, be productive. You want to spend time with your kids or you don't. Spend time with your other half or you don't. Yeah. But you can't really change your character too much. You for know sure. what I mean? And I, the way I feel, is I like to eat, boy, and I'm not going to change that for <laughs> nobody, you know? Yeah. Dad, boy, I got to stay. <laughs> uh, what would you say your New Year's resolution would be for 2021? My New Year's resolution, uh, that's kind of hard to say. I would or any, say, or uh, any goals, any goals that you might have if this whole COVID thing don't throw another wrench. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to actually open up another barbershop. Damn. And that was going to happen. It was going to happen. Yeah. And, and when... All that went down. It just threw a wrench in everything because not only do they, people don't see what, like how it affects the industry so much. Like I have barbers that I talked to and I went and gave a speech at the barber college here. They asked me to go be a speaker, a guest speaker. And um, that was really dope. It was really cool. And a lot of the barbers were motivated. Uh, they wanted me to go back and, and do another speech. But a lot of them weren't even able to finish barber college just because they had to shut down the barber college. Yeah. And what happened with that? That has shut down the testing for the barbers to get their license to be barbers. So it's like every, all that got delayed. Yeah. Not only with that, but the rules and regulations of cutting hair change. So now you they got to learn new stuff to, to uh, be in a barbershop cutting hair. Yeah. Now as barbershop owners, we got to uh, establish new uh, rules and requirements for uh, our establishments and to open up a new barbershop. So it's like everything's got put on a hold. And that's something that I really wanted to do is open up one more. Yeah. So you think it might be the year? If everything could get back to normal, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's dope. You have like an area and dope. stuff or you kind of have I do idea. have an area and I don't want to speak on it yeah, too much. Yeah, you don't disclose it. Yeah. But, so, so you kind of have like a plan then. Like it's kind of a. There was a plan. Damn, that's know, dope. I turned 31. I wanted to retire by the time I turned 33. Damn. And I think it was just like that just threw a wrench in it. Because yeah. I think that was like that would have opened up another door for me to invest what I wanted to invest in other things. Yeah. You know? uh, I wanted to invest in toilet paper. 
Fuck, I was just playing. I was just playing. I was just playing. This would have been the year. That would have been the year. This would have been the year for something crazy like that. (laughs) No, but you know, other stuff. Just like you know, maybe some property or you know, yeah, other things. You know, just money to uh, to take a gamble with. Yeah. So it's like, I think uh, that kind of just threw a big wrench in everything, and that's the goal. If the year goes right, that's the goal. For sure, that's dope, man. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully everything goes well. Hopefully, hopefully it can go through. Yeah. Um, hoping. And um, everybody could just stay focused and kind of get back to what what we want to get back to instead of just feeling like we're held back by this. Yeah. Um, but uh, I appreciate you allowing me to interview, man. Um, yeah, man. And it's dope to hear all the information and how it came and how it started and how yeah. it's going and where you're going. So yeah. um, I appreciate you. Thank yeah. you. Likewise, man. And, um, it ain't possible without you, man. I appreciate support it. Support me. I support you. That's the way it is. Appreciate it, man. And um, to everybody who's watching, thank you guys again for uh, tuning in to the first episode of 2021. And um, hopefully you stay tuned. Go ahead and like the video. If you haven't yet subscribed, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. And peace out. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. Niggas been counting me out. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is off balance. I'm back on my shit. The bitly is dirty. My sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You all on my dick.